the only thing that matters is earnings. And if a company's sales are going up month after month, you're going to be fine in that stock. However, if if the S&P starts diving down below the 200 and the market gets ugly, I don't care how good the company is you're in, it's going to fall with the rest. And that's why, again, that, that 200 or that 50-day moving average is your stopgap. And that way, I don't have to worry about being right. This episode of Early Bird, Dan Rawich, a longtime trader and the founder of the University of Options. Dan joins the podcast today to talk about the 200-day moving average, including the pros and cons of using the 200-day moving average as an investor. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Dan, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Stephen. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I've been kind of excited about this and share some ideas. Well, thank you too. And Happy New Year to you and to our listeners. We've got a great episode today. We're going to talk about the 200-day moving average and what that means in 2024. But before we get to that, Dan, um, if you could in about 30 seconds or less, uh, what should the audience of listeners know about you and your background? So uh, I started uh, my career in the early 80s as a bond trader uh, on the floor of Bear Stearns. And I learned an awful lot about the way the big money thinks and operates. And that knowledge still serves me today. Uh, so I've been involved in financial services my entire life. And then in uh, 2018, we started University of Options. We teach people how to trade and they literally trade live with us every day. So I say I'm going in, they go in. And uh, it, it's fun. That's wonderful. Your, your background, obviously, as a trader uh, and with, with the stock market is incredible. So it's great to talk about this topic of the 200-day moving average. Um, in a nutshell, Dan, um, what is the 200-day moving average? Or what is a moving average in, in general, And I guess? That would probably be a good place to start. Yeah, I'm glad you backed it up to what is a moving average because there's several moving averages. And quite simply, uh, we'll, we'll take the 200-day to start with. Uh, the 200-day moving average is exactly what it's called. We we take the average closing price of a stock going back 200 days. Um, and this has become a major point for uh, big money and even a lot of retail investors. So just to kind of put it in perspective, there's there's several moving averages that we use. Mm -hmm. And the first one would be the shorter one, and that is just a five-day moving average. So that's going to be a line that's a little bit more jagged. It's going to move faster because it's only five days. And when the price of a stock is above the five-day, 
I'll go in. I'll buy that stock. If it's below, I'm not going to buy it. Um, and if it's shorter term strategy, then I may buy it when it's above the five day and I'm going to exit when it's below the five day. Interesting. So that's kind of more of a trader's mentality. And then I'll, I'll skip all the other numbers and go to the 50. The 50 day moving average is probably the second most important because when the price of a stock and by the way, you can get any free chart anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I really like TradingView. Oh, there's so um, many great charts out there. And so, so Dan, the, the moving average, just so we're clear, it's, it's the average price of a, a stock over a certain period of time we're talking about. That's what it is on the chart, right? Exactly, exactly right. So, sorry, go on. You were talking about the charts and a 50-day moving average and what that looks like. Yeah, just so people could want to visualize that. Go get yourself a free chart and where there's a button that says indicator, click on the 50-day and you'll see what I mean. When when the price of a stock is above the 50, we it's not just that we believe, it's a fact. The stock is in an intermediate uptrend. So that means could, intermediate could be one month to six months. It, it, if as long as it stays above the 50, we're happy, we're holding. If it drops below the 50, then that means the intermediate term is dropping and I don't want to hold it past the 50. That's my intermediate outlook. Now, I think a lot of your listeners are more long-term and that's where the 200 comes in. The 200 is literally the demarcation of a good market versus a bad market. For instance, if you looked at a chart back at COVID in, in uh, February of 20, stocks were above the 200 and life was good. In fact, they'd been above the 200 for a long time. And then when COVID hit, the stock dropped below the 200-day moving average so fast, it was unbelievable. We got out and we, we our portfolio was fine. People were getting crushed. And all I did was price close below 200. I don't know about this COVID thing, I'm not going to sit around and, and think about it. I'm going to get to the sidelines. And then a few months later, the price went back above the 200. First, it went above the 50. So that's my heads up. Like, I think I'm going to go back in. And then everyone was still petrified and, and they were licking their wounds. And we were completely clean and good. And when it went back above the 200, we went back in. And that turned out to be near the bottom. So we didn't ride the stock down. We sold at a nice profit from what we'd been holding and we rebought it as soon as it crossed the 200. Congratulations. So, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And it's that simple. I mean, it, people tend to overthink these things. Now, the other thing, which is even, well, I don't say it's more important, but it's really something to know. Mm -hmm. And that is when the 50 day moving average is going up and up, let's say the market's doing great and the 200 might be flat or going up but the 50 overtakes the 200. Because remember, it's a shorter term, so it's gonna move a little faster. When the 50 crosses the 200 going up, that's called on Wall Street a golden cross. And those are magical because that's just telling all, every investor really, every trader I should say, wow, we just had a golden cross, I'm, I'm in. So that's, that's where I might really add to my positions when I see this uh, golden cross. And when the 50 comes back down, uh, and again, this got us out in March of 21. My dates are running a, a little bit in my head. So, but kind of at that last top we saw, mm -hmm. when the 50 crossed under the 200, that's called a death cross. Yeah. And 
even though the price was still above the 200, when the 50 dropped below it, we ran for the hills. And it didn't take long for the 50 to get back above the 200 and we got back in. Interesting. So, uh, Dan, just so I'm clear, the 200-day the moving average, the benefit of using that if you're an investor um, is, is because it's a great indicator of where a particular stock might be headed in terms of a direction. Is that really the benefit of using it? Uh, this is 100% accurate. But in, so, so it's great for individual stocks. But I think for investors, this is really important to learn to watch um, the S&P 500. And there's a symbol for that. You can buy it just like you would buy a stock, and it's SPY. We just call it the SPY. That, that is the market. And so I'm, co I'm constantly watching the SPY because I want to be on the right side of the market no matter what. So we're always going to trade. But if the S&P 500 is below the 200, I'm going to be really cautious about buying any stock um, that, because you could you could buy Tesla and it could be doing great, but the price falls below the 200-day moving average. I guarantee you that Tesla will fall mm -hmm. because the rising boat, Warren Buffett said it, lifts a rising tide lifts all boats. Well, a receding tide will ground every boat. So you don't want to trade against the market ever. And how do you know? That moving average is a real key for me uh, to keep me uh, on the right side of it. And just to give you an example, if mm -hmm. you were to go back and look at a chart, um, the price dipped below the 200 just a little bit in October. Uh, so we we did get out. And then about oh, 30 days later, it went back up. That doesn't happen too often. But we just got back in. And we ended up getting back in almost exactly where we had gotten out. Because I didn't know when to dip below the 200 if it was going to go down 100 points. So, and I don't want to stick around and find out. Now we've been in since it crossed on uh, November 3rd. And I think, you know, we've had one of the best runs that we've seen in many years. Mm -hmm. And we caught every single piece of it because the price went above the 200, then it went above the 50. Oh, so that's what you're doing using a, a combination of the 200 day moving average with the 50. Um, and if the price is headed in that direction, you're going to buy. It's sort, of, it's, it's sort of indicating that this is probably the direction you want to go into. Yeah. So like on uh, April 4th of 23, mm -hmm. the 50 crossed the 200, hence the Golden Cross. And the price of the S&P went from 4039 and it topped out at 4600 It was a 600-point run. And all I did was watch the 50 cross the 200 and I went in. It was that simple, and and you made it work. And it's a strategy that any any investor can learn and, and use to their benefit. It sounds like. Yeah, and that's why again, it just I think it would be fun for any investor to mm -hmm. get TradingView or any charts. TradingView has a really good free plan, and then there's a button you click that says indicators. Type in moving average, open it up, put in fifty, and then and then open up another indicator and put in two hundred and and watch it go. to know. When we return, we'll hear from Dan about using the 200-day moving average in 2024 and about the current state of the market. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. 
Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So Dan, today we're talking about the 200-day moving average and how everyday investors can use this uh, strategy to get the best investments. We talked about the benefits of using that 200-day moving average. I wanted to talk a little bit right now about some of the disadvantages. Um, what are the disadvantages to using the 200-day moving average as an investor? You know, the only the only disadvantage is you do get these head fakes. So, um, but if you're nimble, a lot of traders and investors, they, they get caught up in right or wrong. And to me, there's no such thing. You know, the only truth is, is price. But to give you an example of where there may have been a disadvantage was February of 23, price spiked above the 200. And then within two or three days, it spiked back below it. But if you're nimble and you're and you're in at 200 and you're out when it crosses back, we lost a little bit of money. But the next move was that 600 point move I talked about. And what happens is we hear this all the time when when you get these head fakes and it drops below and then it goes right back up. I've actually heard my students and it makes my blood boil say, um, I'm not getting fooled by that again. Like, what are you talking about? This is more likely now that it's not going to be a head fake. So don't get think. Don't start thinking that what happened yesterday is going to happen tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, it, I mean, I, sometimes these averages can be, you know, the moving averages can be a lagging indi indicator, and that's certainly something you have to watch out for, I guess, if you're following this trading strategy, um, Dan. So 2024, it's the new year. Um, wh what do you think about the market? You know, as as we start this new year, is is this a good time to be an investor? Are you, are you concerned about potential um, inflation uh, rising again, um, a recession down the line? What what are your thoughts about the current state of the market in twenty twenty four? Yeah, so I'm neurotic. The sky is always falling. It's just the way I'm wired. So I am concerned about inflation. I am concerned about the market, but it doesn't keep me out. Um, it just makes me be really careful. And I think that a lot of it, uh, investors lose sight of what, what makes a stock go up. The only thing that matters is earnings. And if a company's sales are going up month after month, you're going to be fine in that stock. However, if if the S&P starts diving down below the 200 and the market gets ugly, I don't care how good the company is you're in, it's going to fall with the rest. And that's why, again, that, that 200 or that 50-day moving average is your stopgap. And that way, I don't have to worry about being right. Um, so I'm extremely concerned uh, about a recession. I'm not, I'm not being a doomsdayer here. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Uh, you have to remember, recession just means that GDP receded. It went below zero. That doesn't mean it's going to be like, oh, my God, we're going to be in bread lines. Um, but <laughs> I do think this whole talk with the Fed about a soft landing, which is way of saying we're going to come out of this, we're going to lower rates, and life is going to be good. Um, I don't see a soft landing. I don't think I've ever seen a soft landing and so that will definitely put a lot of pressure on stocks because stocks are uh, stocks are companies are valued on their earnings. So for me, 
I, I, I'm just going to keep using my rules. And if I'm wrong about the recession, I'll be riding this market up. And if I'm right, I'll be out either way. It doesn't matter. Interesting. So, so you have those concerns um, and, and those concerns are coming from a logical place. Um, with those concerns in mind, how should an investor use the 200-day moving average now in 2024? So I think, again, th these types of events that we're talking about create the greatest opportunities of one's lifetime. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, 95% of the world is on the sidelines crying because they didn't get out. And what we're doing is we're drooling. We're like, okay, it crossed below, I'm out. And I'm watching and watching, watching. And one day it crosses, I'm back in. Um, it, it's, it's really not a big need to overthink it because I, I could... I'm usually right from from a pure economic standpoint. Um, I'm also the chief economist for a company called Mortgage Coach, and I've been pretty successful at calling pretty much every recession and every time rates have moved significantly. But the point is, I'm going to be wrong sometimes, and I can't let that keep me out of the market or in the market. Understood. You you got to have a a good outlook. Sometimes you're going to be right. Sometimes you're going to be wrong. But over the long term. The hope is you're more often to be right than wrong, I suppose. Um, Dan, if you're an investor who's new to the market, um, you're maybe you're not too familiar with 200-day moving averages, um, how would you suggest that investor get started in learning more about the 200-day moving average and how to apply that to their investments? Yeah, it's going to start with getting getting some free charts. I like TradingView and literally putting those on the chart. And as I'm telling you, even if you've never looked at a chart, when you look at each little candlestick, each each candlestick represents one day on the chart. And then when you look at your moving average blue line, I use two blue for my 200. It'll all just click for you. You don't really have to have any training to see when that candlestick gets above that line. Inter yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty easy to use. I, that, I make, that makes total sense there. But um, 2024, you know, you have this instrument, you have this tool, the 200-day moving average. What is it telling you about the state of the market right now, Dan? Do you, are you, I know you have your mm. concerns, but going into the year, what is the, uh, what is the average telling us right now? Yeah, so it's telling us, uh, you know, back up the truck and load it up. Uh, things are extremely good right now. The only thing that somebody should be concerned with is uh, we formed um, a high on uh, right about New Year's mm -hmm. and the price of the S&P was call it 4,800. And the price was rejected at that level, meaning it hit 4,800 and the next day it just pivoted down and it, and it fell quite a bit. Now it's up there again, it's bumping against that level and usually where you find resistance, and resistance is found simply by where the price stopped and fell, uh, you'll usually find resistance again. So it's possible that we fail here. I'm, I'm talking right here, right now, we're at that level. Um, and this could be today or the next three or four days, we're going to be looking at that level. And if it gets rejected, we, we could see a you know a couple hundred point drop. Oh, boy. Well, that, well that's certainly something that investors should definitely keep an eye on, especially as, as we get further along in this year. Any, any indication, Dan, that, that about how the state of the market is right now? Any indication would be a great uh, way to tell investors, hey, here's what's really going on there. So 
Dan, thank you so much for, for explaining the 200-day moving average, how, what it is, how you can apply it, especially in today's market in 2024. I really appreciate your insights. Before we wrap up the podcast, Dan, I just have one final question for you, and it's the most important question for today's discussion. That question for you, Dan, is if you could add a word to the dictionary, what would you add? Oh, I have to make up a word? <laughs> well, maybe um, it's just a word that's not already in the dictionary. How about uh, capitulation? Ooh, why, why, why that word? Well, capitulate is a word we use uh, on Wall Street, and it simply means surrender. So we'll say something like, hey, the price is hitting 4800 I think I think the investors are going to capitulate here, meaning I'm done. I don't think it's going up anymore. It's going to go down. So capitulate, I cap capitulation, I think I turned it into a verb. <laughs> you again to Dan Rawwich for sharing your insights on the 200-day moving average. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.